Welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And I think this is our first episode back in person without a guest. Yeah, so just, just us. Just the two of us. Just the two pals. Back at it again. <laughs> not really on the wet comforter, because the bed's not made. Yeah, well, it was made, but I had to wash my sheets, because, you know, I'm being a responsible girl. And this is actually my blue set of sheets, so... Oh, oh. But... It's fine. We don't we don't have any wine, so it's not like we can have any spills tonight. Yeah, we're being good. Kim gave up drinking alcohol. For, <laughs> not for, forever. For a short period of time. Um, but we also went on like a serious bender this weekend, so I think we both decided we were going to take a, a little chill week. Yeah, plus I have a wedding this weekend, so I've got to prepare myself. Prepare your liver. Yeah, of exactly. <laughs> So, what did, what did we do this weekend? What did we do this weekend? Uh, I mean, if you follow me on the social medias, you know that... You had a big change. I had a big change. It's almost like people would have thought that you, like, had a breakup or something. Yeah, even though, for the record, that is not the case. <laughs> even yeah. though you did post an Instagram with the caption, I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit. Okay, it was too good of a <laughs> caption to not use for my state of affairs. I think that there are better ones out there, but, you know, I, was I, I just, thought it was it was timely. I mean, people are all in on Taylor Swift right now, right. and I made some personal changes, so... So I, what did you do? I dyed my hair, not, not too aggressively, just a little bit of blonde highlights, mm-hmm. and chopped my my little bangs they're not really bangs <laughs> like I feel like I made it sound like in my tweet and stuff that I was straight up gonna get straight across bangs like yeah I know for anyone that knows me you know that that is not my vibe like <laughs> god one time I got straight across bangs in seventh grade because I thought it was super trendy at the time yeah they looked absolutely awful and I pinned them up with like a hairpin every single day I had a friend who gave herself straight across bangs like during quarantine because she saw some video where you really? could just, like, do it and you, like, pull them down and then, like, snip them. No, that but is not how you do it. They even told me that if you snip them, you have to cut upwards. Don't cut across. Yeah. Like, she said if I trim them. She said they'll trim them for free if I want to get a little trim. Oh. That's um, nice. Like, if they start growing out too long or whatever. Well, I think they look normal. Honestly, like, I feel like I have, I call them natural bangs, but it's really just, like, the breakage from me, like putting so much heat on my like hair. Like baby hairs? <laughs> well, no, like, I I had bangs at one point, but I, they've never fully grown out. Cause Hasn't like, everyone had that? I feel like every single girl who, like, is our age that had, like, side bangs in middle school or whatever had the exact never, same thing. Yeah, they yeah. never grew out. I regret that. But yeah, we all do. Every time I go to the hairdresser, they're like, um, do you have layers or do you have bangs? Do you want me to, like, trim them and I'm like no please just let them grow out I know they never will but yeah so what I was going for was like the Haley Haley Baldwin Haley Bieber look you know she's got like the little wispy wisps Mm -hmm. and you kind of just like put your hair up in a messy bun and like push them to the side and they're kind of (laughs) like in your eyes and honestly super impractical but yeah I think that would bother me I like it does Haley Bieber have any tattoos I think she does. So you I were mean, just going for the full Hailey Bieber look. I mean, she's married to Justin Bieber, and he's tatted the fuck up. So oh I my gosh. guarantee you that she does. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like trying to channel Hailey Bieber. That's my vibes. What tattoo did you get? I'm asking all these questions like I don't already know <laughs> and that I can't see it right next to me, but... Actually, you can't see it. I'm wearing long sleeves. Okay. Um. So I got a tattoo, everyone. I have been thinking about this for like over five years. I've contemplated this exact tattoo 
multiple times. Um, so I thought it was time. My friends kind of peer pressured me into it because they were getting tattoos. And I was like, now is the time. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And the tattoo is Nulos Oras Nisi Areas, which in Latin means nothing but golden hours. That was really impressive the way you said that. Yeah, I had to really practice my accent on that. <laughs> Not that people speak Latin anymore. Because, I mean, everyone's going to ask you what it says. No, That's... I mean, and I have no problem explaining the meaning behind it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like no matter who you are, everyone always asks you what your tattoos mean. Right. So... The thing is, my backstory is, like, a little (laughs) sappy slash dumb. It's actually, like, my high school's school motto. Okay. I mean, it's different because you didn't go to a public high school. Yeah, so I went to an all-girls school um, for high school. And, I mean, I it's not about necessarily, like, my time there, although, like, I do cherish that. But the meaning behind it, like, nothing but golden hours, like, I feel like that's, like, a motto you can live by. Yeah. Throughout your entire life. I like that. I mean, I I think that it's cool enough for any person to get, even if they didn't go to that high school. It's That's... not like it's something like eagles live on forever, like <laughs> in Latin, and you're going to get it yeah, tattooed go. on your body. <laughs> go eagles, baby. I'm going to um, get go falcons, my high school mascot. Yeah. <laughs> in the shape of a circle, too, which I thought was like kind of cute, like kind of like resembling a sun golden hours you know i think it's just like cool aesthetic and i think it aesthetically looks better in the shape of a circle than like a line across my arm because when i had the idea to get this tattoo forever ago i always pictured it as like a line and it really recently came to me what if i drew it in the shape of a circle that would be way cuter yeah so and i mean i've debated other tattoos that don't have as much meaning like just getting a lotus flower or something. Oh, God. And, I mean, I still might do that one day. Who knows? But I feel like this was a good way to start something that's meaningful, something that I can explain and people can't just, like, roll their eyes at me. Right. Yeah, so when I got my tattoo, I was actually... Yeah, for everyone who doesn't know, Kim is also <laughs> tatted up. Which is honestly, I feel like a lot of people are shocked because they, like... I don't know what this necessarily means, but everyone's like, oh, you don't seem like a girl who would have tattoos. So I'm like, all right, well, I thank you, I guess. But, um, and this is so weird to think about now because I feel like it was way, not to say I did it before everyone else, but it was way before like the tattoo. Wow. You did it before getting a tattoo (laughs) was cool. We get it, Kim. Okay. So I was like a junior. No, I must've been like a sophomore in high school. Oh my God. In high school. Yeah. I got it in high school. You were under 18. Yeah, my mom took me to get it. Your mom, so your mom was okay with you getting it. So let me tell the story. So I know the meaning behind it, but yeah. Um, so in high school, my mom had breast cancer and I started this whole thing because of it called like the Not Afraid campaign. And it was basically like my attempt to spread awareness about how you shouldn't be afraid of cancer, but here's like what you should know. Um, in order for it to not be, like, as scary. Like, obviously, it's scary, but you need to be aware of the facts and, like, what you can do and awareness and Like, prevention. educating yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> so, it was, like, because I'm scared of everything. Everyone knows that. I'm, like, a hypochondriac. So, I was, like, all right, I shouldn't be afraid. This is what I'm going to do. And I, like, You should have, like, looked at your tattoo when you had COVID. No, I it, I did. It's, it's still kind of, like, a reminder. But... Good, good. <laughs> so, I, like, sold shirts and did all this stuff. And, anyway, so I always wanted this tattoo that said, not afraid. And... It was, like, in a scripty font. I got it, like, on my left side rib cage, like, kind of where, like, your bra line is, which I feel like 
was like the only place that I would have considered getting it at the time because mm-hmm. like wrist tattoos and everything that was still when it was like a taboo like my dad was like you'll never get a job like but yeah I mean I honestly if I were to get another one I would consider getting one in that location just because I think it's a cool place yeah and I like it I liked that it could be covered but that it was still like in a good spot and it's on the left side so it's like close to my heart and that was like a whole thing that's cute and it has like a breast cancer ribbon on the end but when we were talking about people thinking it's dumb or, like, asking about the meaning, it's always so awkward because people are, like, not afraid. Is that, like, the Eminem song? And, like, I used (laughs) to get so annoyed. But I told myself, like, when I got this, I was like, all right, it's going to be with me forever. So it's got to be something that, like, I'll never change my mind about. Right, for sure. Which, obviously, this is is that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so my mom took me to get it in Virginia because in North Carolina, you can't even get it underage, like, with a parent. So we drove to Virginia. How were you, 16? Yes. So I wish I feel like 16 is like, honestly, that might be like legally the requirement. Yeah, I can't remember, but I know that I didn't think I was old enough to drive, though. I mean, you might not have had your license yet. Yeah. Well, I was like a young crazy. Yeah. So I was a little baby. Yeah. Wow. So I literally got mine like almost 10 years after you. You've had a tattoo for like 10 years. I told you I was ahead of the game. Apparently that's, I mean, that's pretty wild. I think I, it's on my Instagram. I think I might have. Someone scroll all the way back in Kim's Instagram and find find the OG tattoo (laughs) post. But I put it in black and white, you know, because that's cool. Yeah. The aesthetic. (laughs) But so like, did you have any other places that you considered getting that because of oh yeah so I guess I didn't really explain to the people where mine is um it's on my left arm on like my I get what area of the arm is this called forearm forearm Forearm. (laughs) sorry I (laughs) it's like right below my elbow bend whatever yeah um like on the inside of my arm yeah Mm -hmm. and honestly (laughs) I was honestly going to have it somewhere else 45 minutes before I got the tattoo. (laughs) And not, like, drastically somewhere else, but I was, like, going to get it more on, like, my upper arm, like, near my bicep area. Uh And my friend was like, yeah, Mads, you can't do that. Like, (laughs) it's going to look like a bicep tattoo. And I was like, it wasn't in the middle of my bicep. It was, like, closer again to my elbow. Right, just, like, right above the crease. But they were like, yeah, no, it's not going to be a look. Then I thought about getting it, like, behind, like, on my tricep area. Yeah. And that, because I have a friend who has a tattoo in that area, and I really like the way hers looks. Mm-hmm. Um, But in the end, I think I just... you got it in the perfect spot, too, because, like, I would never get something on my bicep because... I just feel like... You gain and lose weight yeah. more easily <laughs> like, there. Imagine when you're older and your arm is, like, flabby. That's definitely going to look bad. Like, your forearm never gets, like, fat, flabby, I don't yeah. think. I don't think so I either. hope not. God. I mean, whatever. Like, by the time I'm 80, like, <laughs> there's going to be enough plastic surgery to fix all of my problems, so... Jesus. <laughs> no, but, like, I thought about that, too. I didn't want to get it in a location that was going to be, like, disgusting yeah. years down the line. Um... Which is why, like, I also considered, like, ankle, foot area, but... I like arm 
wrists, like, hand areas. I just, I wanted it to be somewhere that was, like, you would see it and notice it. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I do want people to see it because I think it's cool. Yeah. But I also want it to be somewhere that if I need to hide it or want to hide it, I can. Right. So, I mean, obviously I can wear long sleeves whenever I want. So, I found this picture. It was uh, 2012. I was all on board for it, obviously. Yeah, because it was, me. like, about her. Yeah. So... Um, and I told her, like, recently, um, I've been thinking about getting another one, but I, I kind of, like, have been thinking about it for the past, like, year or so, because uh-huh. you always, like, want another one when you get one. Oh, I already, like, have an idea. <laughs> but, I feel like you can't just have one. I don't think I, I mean, would you ever... you can, though, because I always said if I got another one, it would kind of lessen the meaning of this one. Like, I always said, like, that's my only one. It, like, means the most to me. Yeah. That's the only thing I would ever get in my body. That's fair. But this is another one that kind of is, like, similar so what to is that the, same So, what's concept. the idea? I want to get one that says this too shall pass because, like, every time I have anxiety or, like, a panic attack or anything and, like, I call my mom, she always says that to me. That's cute. And it always, like, calms me down. So, and I was telling her that the other day and she was like, why don't you just, like, get a necklace or something that says that? Like, don't get another tattoo. I guess she's, like, so anti it since the first one. But then I told her, I was like, mom, it's, like, the only thing that calms me down sometimes. And she's like, fine. She's like, I'll take you to get it again, like, the first time. <laughs> Wait, that's cute. But I don't think I'll actually do it because yeah. I actually got one of those, like, temporary tattoos. Like, it was, like, inkbox.com. No free ads. But yeah, don't do it because it don't, actually sucks. Yeah, they honestly do not come out as good it as was they a, say. It was kind of like a, <clears throat> a henna, I guess. But it was supposed to develop, like, over 36 hours and, like, stay for two weeks. But it didn't even fully develop. And it was just blue the whole time. It wasn't even black. It looked like... I had pen on written on me. Yeah, it did look like you wrote on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, who see? Who knows? Maybe yeah. a couple years down the road, we'll go and get tattoos together. Yeah. Um. So we did ask the Instagram followers about their thoughts on tattoos. We've had so many interesting responses. Yeah, this was honestly like giving me life at work today. Yeah, same. Even though I should have been paying attention to stuff, but <laughs> it was so worth it because so. I basically just wanted to know, first of all, like, what everybody thought about tattoos. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely not nearly as taboo as it once was, um, especially in the workplace and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's very interesting hearing a wide array of people's responses. It's funny because people back then used to say, like, don't get anything that you can't cover with long sleeves. Like, if you get tattoos on your arms, you're always going to have to wear long sleeves to work. And now basically all the responses were just like... Yeah, anywhere's fine. Just no face tats. <laughs> no, I noticed that. So, so many people responded, like, anything but face tats, and I was dying laughing because all I could think of was, like, Post Malone. <laughs> and even after, right after I got my tattoo, all I was thinking about was Post Malone. Like, it didn't hurt, cry level hurt, but I mean, it fucking hurt, and, like, I cannot imagine how painful it was for him to get those under eye tattoos. Like, I your think those skin? are the kind of people who are, like, addicted to pain at that point. I know, but your skin is so sensitive. Like, uh, oh, my yeah. God. He must have had high out of his mind to get that shit. <laughs> like, you have to be. Like, there's like no Like, on way. serious pain meds, yeah. I was only, like, one drink in for mine, and which was probably for the best. Yeah, and you're not supposed to drink while you get them done, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to be, like, wasted, I think, because your blood is thinner or whatever. Yeah. And you bleed out more, but... Ugh gross um i had like a bloody mary and that was it (laughs) (laughs) well we did have some people on here who also had drunk tattoos which was hilarious i wish that there were more stories but yeah were there what were the people's general consensus on tattoos in general other than the new face tats deal um were there any people like some people said like they're not for me but i like prefer 
black tattoos, no tribal tats, and no sleeves full body part of tattoos. And someone else said, not for me, but I appreciate, like, good art. Yeah, I Um, totally agree with that. I mean, I would never personally get a sleeve, but I think there are some dope sleeves. Like, people that have, like, really talented artwork on their bodies. Yeah, I... I agree with that, too. I think it just has to be done well. Mm-hmm. I'm also... I prefer all black tattoos. I don't like the color, and I don't like the shading and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think sleeves, someone else said. Um, I need people who don't have fit slash muscular biceps to please stop getting bicep tats. Oh, true Which, that. like, not everyone looks good with a sleeve. Like, I will say that. Yeah, like, you-, you look good if you have muscles and, like, you're fit, you know? Like, For not sure. too buff. Like, I don't know. I agree. No, I I agree. But, again, I think it's cool when people have, like, different, like, meanings and stuff, and they can say, oh, this one is that one, and it's not just like, oh, this is a flower because they had to fill in the space. Like, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, unless it's a pretty flower and you're into that, but, like, I don't know. I I still think it's cool to have meaning. Some people prefer just to do art, or they just don't care. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Um, so a lot of people had issues with, like, the commitment I think that's, like... Oh, regarding getting their own tattoos. Yeah. Well, someone just said, can you explain the idea... Can explain the idea I have of them being a commitment to a moment, if you please. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think what the person's trying to say is, like, some people get them without thinking, which isn't necessarily the move because it's something that's going to be on your body forever and you do have to it is a commitment oh that you make in the spur of a moment. I don't know, it's like an Does that mean the moment of you getting it or like the idea of it, I think. Like the concept of of what the tattoo is or what it means. Yeah. Um Well I think a lot of people were like pretty in the middle. They were like either like I don't care, like I don't have them, but like I don't care if you have them and other people were just like, No, I'm anti tattoos, like some people were like, they're cool, just, like, keep them classy. Yeah. I mean, I had commitment issues picking out what I wanted. Like, I said earlier, like, it literally took me seven plus years to actually go ahead and commit and get go through with it. I, like, still look out of my arm, like, I'm like, this is not real. Yeah. <laughs> so, we also asked how many tattoos everyone has. Um, we had a total of, I can't do quick math, but... We, <laughs> we had, like, 60-ish replies, and most of the people that replied that said they had tattoos had between one and three, which makes sense. Yeah, so 75% of the yeah. people. Um, people who weren't tatted, we asked them why. A lot of people said, my body is a temple. Um, I've had that 41% mindset actually. in the past, for the record, before I decided to get one. Yeah, because, I mean... Again, I, I put the answer as my body's a temple. They didn't actually say that. Yeah. But I also put that that was the category for if you're not interested, um, hell no, it's poison, my parents would disown me, what will look like when I'm 80, all the reasons to not get a tattoo. Right. In my opinion. Um, but that was only 41%. 59%, so that was like 41 people, Yeah. said that they're just scared or undecided. So they want one, but just don't know what to get. Which I think is valid. Like, yeah. I have respect to you guys because I don't think you should just be like, I want a tattoo so bad, I'm just going to go pick one off the wall. Kind I of thing. mean, if you pulled this a week ago, I would be that person. <laughs> <laughs> right. And some people are scared of needles, but they want the, like, meaning on their body. You just have to not look. That's my suggestion. Yeah, I don't I look. didn't look at all. 
Oh, it's, I don't know if I could do it now, honestly. I was much more fearless when I was younger, and now yeah. I'm scared of everything. So. Oh, I was having a panic attack about 30 <laughs> seconds before I walked into the room. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but I thought another interesting topic was how parents feel about them, because I think that's a big topic, because again, like we said, generations have changed, obviously. I feel like that's a lot of the time, even people that are our age, their biggest fear is like letting down their parents right and some parents have put it in their children's heads like i will disown you even if you're age 30 like don't come home if you get a tattoo yeah and i don't know what that stems from but i think it's it's pretty interesting so yeah. a lot of people 75 percent people said that their parents would not be okay with it okay see i think that's interesting because i just don't think that that's probably the truth you know what i mean like so, my mom has tattoos, so obviously, like, even if she wanted to judge me, she couldn't because she has tattoos, and right. my brother has a tattoo, and, like, even when I, like, FaceTimed her after I got it, because, for the record, I didn't tell my mom before I did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly what you just have to do sometimes. No, it was just, like, I knew that it was going to be a whole long, drawn-out conversation if I did before, and I was like, I'm just going to wait and then just FaceTime her after it's over, which is exactly what I did. And, like, she was literally like, are you fucking kidding me? That better be fake. <laughs> there we go. First F-bomb of the episode. Um, Sorry for everyone who was waiting. Oh, yeah. People were on their toes <laughs> waiting for that one. But, yeah, like, as soon as she saw it and, like, the meaning behind it and everything, she was like, okay, but that's your last one. Like, no more. Yeah. But I she, mean, honestly, I think I should have given more options because I, I think that there is, like, a middle ground. Like, oh, your absolutely. parents like might not disown you but they're not proud of it or they might have tattoos and still not be okay with it exactly or they might like judge you but like they still love you so at yeah. the end of the day it's like Honestly, not that big of a deal instagram needs to give more than two options for a poll yeah come on people i'm like they can do all this other shit and like change your like your home page and whatnot and the but, fonts and shit but whatever. yeah oh big fan of the new fonts by the love way love the fonts <laughs> lots lots of creative things that you can do um and then how do your parents feel about you dating somebody with tattoos. Okay, so I thought this was so interesting in our poll because in this case, like, 75% of people said their parents would disown them if they got a tattoo, right? Uh-huh. But then, like, what was it, 50%? 52% said that they would be upset if their significant other had a tattoo. Like, yeah. I don't know. Shouldn't the percentages be about the same? Shouldn't the parents think the same of the significant other as they do of their own child? I guess maybe you have higher standards for your own kid, but yeah. I was kind of like, oh, so all these parents that aren't cool with you getting a tattoo are totally fine with, like, your significant other? Oh, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think, and honestly, this isn't a professional polling uh, system. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. But... And I think the answers that I put under it, like, might have clarified more than they did the last one. But basically, right. like, I put deny, deny, because my... By the way, that was, like, the answer for your parents aren't okay with it. That's right. what I called it. Um, because my parents are more on that side, they're not, like, full support of it. Like, right. if I brought home a guy with a sleeve, they would be like, oh my god, what? My mom would probably, like, be that person to think all the negative connotations that come with tattoos. Right. Like... But they would get over it. So it's kind of like maybe wear long sleeves when you first meet them and then kind of like bring them out like Ease after the first it. couple times, <laughs> which again is still bad because it's like you're hiding a part of them. But mm -hmm. again, I do think that in the older generation, those negative connotations stick with 
them, like, regarding tattoos. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Which is bad. It's, like, stereotyping, but... Yeah, no, I mean, for I mean, sure. we all understand that our parents are really old-fashioned when it comes to something, so... Yeah. No, definitely. I yeah. mean... But ultimately, like, my mom wouldn't care unless you had, like, a face tattoo and, like... <laughs> I don't a septum know. piercing and like, <laughs> yeah, which you, honestly probably means other things too. So. If I came home with Post Malone, I think my mom would be a little frightened. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he was famous, my mom would be like, I don't care. He's so ugly. I would just be like, mom, just listen to his voice one time. <laughs> <laughs> and then we asked about drunk tattoo stories, which I think this cracked me up because I am shocked at the number of people that have drunk tattoos. One, the number of tattoo parlors that like have allowed drunk tattoos to happen. Yeah. And two, just, like, the number of people that choose to do the stupidest shit when they're drinking. Because there's no way I would ever get a tattoo if I was shit-faced. I would be, like, way too scared. I know, and I think I would just... As drunk as I was, I would be scared because I know that I would probably regret it the next Yeah, time. exactly. Really bad Sunday scaries if you Oh, the like worst <laughs> Sunday scaries. Um, so we had a couple people who had stick-and-poke tattoos, which, let me say... At first, I didn't realize that this was a thing. At first, I literally thought it was, like, you know, when you used to watch movies and they would, like, go over to someone's house and, like, bad things would be happening and you'd go in, like, the garage and, like, there was somebody on the couch and someone's, like, giving them a tattoo with a needle. That's what I thought it was. And I was like, holy shit, there's so many people out there that have stick and poke tattoos. See, like, I, I had to clarify for Kim that you can, like, buy stick and poke kits online. Yeah, and, like, I did not know that. do them normally. Because my brother, his tattoo is a stick and poke that his friend did for him. Yeah. Well, this guy said, my friend's older brother gave me a stick and poke tat when I was 17 of a peace sign above my knee. <laughs> I used to be really embarrassed, but now I don't care. It makes a good story. Yeah, I mean, it's a little So stupid. I was picturing, like, like a like a connect the dots type thing. Oh, like, my God. Not, like, a consistent a circle. circle. Like, yeah. stick and poke to me. Like, I was like, oh, it's something you would do, like, a little smiley face or something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was picturing. I was like, holy shit, I would never let somebody do that on my body. Like, that would not be cute. Some people, someone said that they got a tattoo because they were drunk at a football game and they were losing, so she got bored and got a tattoo. I, mean, I think that's interesting. It's like, what do you want to do today? Oh, let's go get tattoos. Like, just as, like, a hobby. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was such a long, drawn-out commitment. Like, even deciding which tattoo parlor to go to, I vetted, like, all of the tattoo parlors in Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, it's a serious thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, Someone said... That they use theirs as a revenge to their parents for getting divorced when they were 18. Totally get that. I mean. Classic 18-year-old move. Right. Fuck like, you guys. I'm, gonna go. I'm getting tatted the fuck up. <laughs> That's like your typical, like, parents get divorced and the kid just, like, becomes a, a bad Goes kid. off the deep end. Yeah. Just gets tatted up. I support it. <laughs> Another stick and poke tattoo. Um, someone said... I only got one because this bitch gave my ex-boyfriend one herself. Um, oh, I do remember this, actually. This is a friend from high school. <laughs> <laughs> so she just got a tattoo? Because, so... Did it she was, get it with the boyfriend? No. Oh. I guess... I was gonna say, like, did they get matching tattoos or something? No, like, her ex-boyfriend, like, some girl gave him a tattoo, and then, like... Like a he, stick and poke tattoo? I guess so. And then, so she was like, well, I'm going to go get a tattoo. I don't know. It was dramatic. It is. Classic. Um, I support all the dramatics here, though. Got a stick and poke tattoo from the guy I was dating at the time. He said he couldn't finish it, so I had to. Interesting. So you must be pretty drunk if <laughs> the guy that you're dating I would never, can't even finish the tattoo. I would never be able to give myself 
a stick and poke tattoo. Like, oh my god, hell no, no way. I would be crying. Absolutely not. One of my exes has matching ass tats with his best friend. I support, like, the guy ass tats movement. I just think it's the funniest thing. But do you support matching tattoos? Someone else said nothing's worse than getting tatted with someone and the friendship implodes one year later. Ooh, that is... (laughs) I, like, would never commit to something like that. Committing to a tattoo is enough in itself. I would never commit to getting a tattoo with somebody else. Um, the only person I would get a matching tattoo with is my mom or my brother. Okay, yeah. Because that is, like, forever. That's different. But I know a guy who got, like, uh, his wedding band tattooed on him, and now he's divorced. I am not a fan of that. And, like, he's literally, he just went through a divorce, so now I'm like, I guess he's getting lasers to, like, get it removed, but (laughs) that must be so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee he's not the first one. Oh, 100% not the first, but. Some people lost bets, lost fantasy football. I think that's a big one. That's pretty crazy. I guess you would have to get it. As an ass tat or something. <laughs> something hide- hideable. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this was interesting. If you guys are are into these kind of topics and you're into Instagram stories that we can post polls, like, yeah, let I us just, know. I just loved all the, the interaction. People have had some really interesting tattoos. Yeah. Stories. We'll gladly post more. Cause... And honestly, I like listening to everyone's stories because now I feel like mine was valid and I don't I don't think I'm gonna regret it I don't think that you should have thought you were gonna regret it in the first place I mean I never thought I was going to but I was just scared like what I mean yeah things could definitely be worse guys exhibit A through Z the night I got it I woke up the next morning and I had a nightmare that it was spelled wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's you're stressed out (laughs) imagine no oh my god I mean yeah, no. It's like the no ragrat Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I was talking about this. I had a friend in town this weekend, which we'll get into, but she was telling me that her sister had a tattoo, uh, like, with her, or, like, of her ex-husband's name, and obviously she's divorced and has remarried with kids now. Yeah. And she had to go get it, like, covered up, and uh-huh. they, like, had to do this, like, crazy, like, intricate ugly like flower thing or whatever and it's like on her her butt like i think he got her name on his bicep and she got his name like on her butt when they were drunk but now she's like divorced so she had to like get it covered up so she so she just has a massive flower on her ass it's like something yeah i forget what she said that was covering it up but something crazy but she was like could you imagine the first time you're like hooking up with someone after your divorce and like don't have it covered up they'd be like um who's that guy's name wait oh god that must be (laughs) awful i feel like you have to go immediately before the divorce is even finalized you have to get that covered up yeah or just don't ever do it in the first place oh my god terrible idea that's wild um, but yeah, so I had a, a long, I was going to say a long lost friend, basically a long lost friend because I haven't seen her since, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Wow. So. I mean, that's quarantine for you. I know. And can you believe like so much time has passed? No, because one of my friends that was also in town, I also had friends visiting this weekend, told me that she hadn't seen me since Thanksgiving. And then I went back. It's like almost a year. And I realized we hadn't seen each other since Thanksgiving. <laughs> How fucking crazy is that? Yeah. I was like, no, it's definitely been sooner. And she's like, no, Madison, like, I promise you. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that's pretty intense. This year has flown. But, yeah, it was fun. I mean, we obviously tried to do some things that we were allowed to do. Um, a little despite... brewery, brewery hopping. Yeah. 
um, despite the weather and despite COVID, <laughs> uh, when those two things are All against you. All the odds were against <laughs> us this weekend. Yeah, the rain was shitty, too. It wasn't even like, okay, it was going to rain the entire day, so you should just go ahead and plan to do something inside. It was like, all right, there's going to be an hour of rain here, and then two hours of sunlight, and then maybe, like, every other 30 minutes it's going to rain a little bit, yeah. and then it's just going to fucking storm. Like, yep. And you just didn't know. Like, so we would try to get out and do something, and then, like be inside but it was honestly just a stressful an absolute disaster the only thing that you could do to fix it was to drink so naturally we did naturally that's (laughs) always the move um well speaking of drinking and of course weekend drinking oh yes i tried out a new bloody mary mix this weekend and it is officially our second sponsor of the podcast and it is delicious I support, we did a poll forever ago, Team Mimo versus Team Bloody. So it is a little funny that our first alcoholic-related sponsor is... Not champagne. Not champagne. <laughs> not orange juice. Yeah, But a Bloody Mary mix. Could you imagine if we got an orange juice sponsor? Oh, game-changing. Um, yeah, so Sunday's Bloody Mary mix. Um, they- super cool company. They make... Their Bloody Mary mix, like, at home. I mean, not at home, but, like... in-house, very small production. They have spicy and they have mild for those people that are little bitches and can't take the spice. I am all for the spiciest of Bloody Marys. I like to throw in some pickles, some pickled okra, you know, an olive, blue cheese-stuffed olive. Give it to me. And the best part is you can do this all at home when you order it. And I know you can already go to the grocery store and get like a bottle of zing zing but like no one wants like that big ass thing and taking up room in your fridge and it's honestly gross and like it's just not a vibe yeah like mass produced give me a vibe sunday's bloody mary mix is literally the ultimate aesthetic like kim said comes in a cute little mason jar it's locally made in pennsylvania for anyone who is up north um yeah, but it's it's very good. You can try it out yourself with our promo code. MMP. You can get 25% off your order at checkout. So, yeah. Yeah. Test so it that, out, guys. That's a good bit off, and it makes it about, like, what, like $11? So Yeah. Go um, for it. Check it out. Definitely worth it, and let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Send us pictures of your at-home Bloody Mary kits with your celery sticks and your bacon and put whatever the fuck you want on it. I mean, nowadays, people aren't going out to brunch as much, so, like, have your close friends over, do a little make-your-own-brunch-at-home, Yeah. little nice Sunday morning activity. honestly, I had a Bloody Mary this past weekend, and they just put way too much ice in it, and then, like, the ice starts to melt, and then it gets, like, all watery. watery not a vibe. I, like, because... Oh, this is another reason why you should get it, is because Bloody Mary bars will probably never exist again. Yeah, we were just talking about this, which is the most depressing thing, because I like to curate my own Bloody Mary. Like I was just saying, I like to pick all the little extras I want to put on top, my little bacon strip inside of it, my little like seasoning around the edge of the glass. Mm -hmm. Without a Make Your Own Bloody Mary bar, you're never going to get that experience at a restaurant ever again. So now you can just do it at home. Yeah. And we're we're making at-home Bloody Marys a thing. I feel like at-home mimosas were already a thing, but like 
adding Bloody Marys are becoming a thing again. If we ever record the podcast on Sundays, catch us drinking Bloody Marys. Oh my while gosh, we, we should totally do that again. How nostalgic. I know, right? I support it. And we can get drunk on Bloody Mary. So everyone check it out. Sundaysbloodymary.com and use promo code MMP at checkout for 25% off your next Bloody Mary. Let us know what you think. Yes. Um, so I Oh, wait, we can continue talking about Sundays because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about our Sunday experience after the Bloody Marys. Oh, my God. Bloody Marys lead you down a, a bad path sometimes. <laughs> so Sunday comes and my friends decide to make the intelligent move to skip the brunch plans. They were like, you know what? It's Sunday. I have to get back to where I'm from. They were both from towns about an hour away. I have to grocery shop. I have to work out. I have to do my Sunday, like, get my life together activities. Mm -hmm. So they bailed on brunch, which I was, of course, disappointed, but that did not stop me. (laughs) (laughs) So You just had to drink for them. Yeah, so I'm texting the group chat. I'm like, okay, when's brunch? Okay, 1130. We'll all be there. Let's go. And we weirdly got a large crowd together for brunch this Sunday. Which honestly made for a very inconvenient afternoon. Yeah. So, obviously, <laughs> if you live in North Carolina, I don't know if they're doing this to other states, but you can only have a max of six people at a table in a no, restaurant. eight. Even Well, worse. it was... Okay, so it was six at the place that I went to on Saturday for brunch. It might have been eight here, but anyways, we had nine. We had nine, so it didn't matter. We had nine people. <laughs> Um, so we had to split up into and two And a dog. Tables. And we had a puppy with us, too. I think, I don't know if that counts as an additional um, person. Well, it made us wait longer because we had to wait for an outside table. We had to wait for two outside tables. Okay, that's your dog mom problem. <laughs> that was Lucy, guys. I'm just kidding. It didn't really make us wait that much longer. Honestly, I wanted to sit outside. No, I mean, okay, first of all, we picked a horrible spot for brunch. And there's this notorious restaurant in Charlotte... I'm not even gonna, What's it called? I'm not even going to go ahead and slander <laughs> Shame them. Shame them. Because they're trash and they don't even deserve any sort of like free promo or whatever because literally every time I go there, I have horrible service and the food is so average. It's not even funny. So... It's a Mexican place too, which like they just... They don't do brunch right. That, so our friend found the brunch menu online. They said, oh, there's going to be a DJ. This is going to be great. And I, like, already was rolling my eyes because I'm not a fan of this place. Did you notice that the DJ was, like, way too freaking loud? The DJ was playing, like, hype techno music. And I'm like, it's noon. Like, And I swear it got louder, too. I was like, what? What are you saying? I like, can't even hear. <laughs> you're getting the mimosas? Oh, same. <laughs> yeah, so... We had to wait like an hour for a table or for two tables for that matter because we couldn't all sit together. Two tables outside with the dog. Even though there was a party of nine at a table just next to us. (laughs) So we told on them naturally by accident. (laughs) And then they kicked them out. Well, they threatened to, but they were already done eating. So it was kind of like, oh, like who really cares? Yeah, it was just, it was a slew of events. But since we didn't get to all sit next to each other at brunch, the table next to us is like eyeing us at the end of brunch and they're like, all right guys, so like, anyone want to go to a bar after this? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Austin looked at us and he said, uh, Sunday fun day. <laughs> that is not the words you want to hear on a Sunday. Yeah, definitely not. Because I was already very hungover from Saturday night's antics, Saturday, Saturday and Saturday night's antics. 
But so, it's just so hard for me to say no. And, like, all I can do here in this moment is respect the shit out of my two friends that left early. Like, <laughs> being a responsible adult. It's like when you book the early flight home from a weekend. My friend in town, she left early, too, because she was, like, deathly hungover. She's like, I don't think I could sit through brunch. And good thing she didn't because she would have not made it an hour waiting for brunch. She would have yeah, died. exactly. But, yeah, our friends really made out on the on the good end of things. Yeah, they're they're the intelligent ones. In the friend circle. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's bad, too? Like, when I had a, a hangover Sunday, and then I had one mimosa at brunch, and then I felt better, and I was like, yeah, let's go drink. <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, our friend, when he said Sunday fun day, honestly, in that moment, I was just hoping someone was going to say it, because that's exactly where my thought process was. Well, I'm was. pretty sure you looked, and you were like, so, uh, anyone doing anything after this? And then they said Sunday fun day, and then I was like, fuck, I was gonna go home and, like, clean my car out and be, like, productive. I was gonna but do When you hear laundry. those words, you're like, I mean... <laughs> I was gonna clean my apartment, do laundry, but... And I had the dog, and I was like, alright, Lucy, we're going to Sunday fun day. <laughs> alright, Luce, let's freaking go! <laughs> and she was a trooper, you know? So we went to a brewery, and we were gonna have, like, one or two beers, because everyone was like, okay, I have to go to the grocery store, like... Just, like, a couple beers. We even, like, went closer to their neighborhood so they could go home after, like, it was a whole thing. Yeah, like, I literally made... I dropped Kim at her apartment so she had her car. There was no sense in doing that. That was completely unnecessary for the amount of... I mean, it probably was because by the time we were done, you wouldn't have been able to drive me back home. (laughs) So, yeah. So, we hit the brewery hard. Our boyfriends who were playing golf together text us as we're literally kim had already left the brewery yeah i had to go to my gym and then i came back and they were still there like i was expecting to get home before like four o'clock because that's when i 4 30 yeah that's when i had to be there they were still there when i left to go and they were still there when i came back and i was like okay this was not just like a couple after brunch drinks like people were having beer flights like there were empty glasses all over our table like (laughs) As soon as I ordered a flight, I was like, okay, it's Sunday, Sunday officially. <laughs> but our boyfriends text me, or my boyfriend texted me after, and he after they just had finished their round of golf, and they, he was like, oh, are you guys still at the brewery? And I was like, oh, like, was just about to leave. Because, you like, you thought that they were going to want to go home, they were going to be tired, and you are like, oh, duty calls, like, gotta, gotta go. go. Haven't spent time with them, you know, like, gotta hang out. Like, and he was like, oh, me and Nick were going to come meet you guys. <laughs> and I was like... All right, and I'm going to go order another guy. And then you just have to stay out because you're like, okay, it's so rare that, like, post-golf they actually want to, like, continue doing stuff and they're, like, in good mood. So yeah. you're like, I just got to ride this one out. Like, yeah. So next thing you know, we're nine people deep in a dinner with the same group <laughs> of people we had been hanging out with all day. Also struggle to find a table. They finally just put us on, like, a the stage. unused stage in the back patio. And they're like, just do whatever. Because we had absurd. Yeah, we, I think... Again, what did they say? It was, it was like, we had nine people. Okay, so they were like, yeah, table of eight. And then we, like, pulled up a chair. And then they were like, um, you have nine. You can't sit here. And we are like, damn it. <laughs> so then they put us over in the, the section. They quarantined us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, I guess, like, technically it was only seven people susceptible of COVID because now that Nick and I have recovered, yeah, we have you, antibodies You guys shouldn't even months. count. Yeah, so. But it just, it poses the whole idea of, when is too old for Sunday fun day? Yeah, I slept like shit that night, and I woke up Monday, and I felt awful. Like, I wasn't necessarily hungover, but you know when you drink all day, and you stop at, like, 6, and mm-hmm. then you just kind of, like, sober up, and it's, like, 9 o'clock, and you feel kind of shitty? Yeah. Like, if you're going to day drink, you need to pass out early, or you need to do it up until the night to where you can, like, pass out drunk. 
I mean, by the time Ross and I got home, it was like 9.30. We missed Yellowstone. <gasps> Devastating. I just watched it last night. I had to wait until Monday to watch it. And then we go to bed. I couldn't even wake up to do my normal two-mile walk with Trigger. Trigger was probably so disappointed. Trigger was like, this fucking dumb, <laughs> drunk bitch won't even take me on a walk. <laughs> and I'm just, like, struggling to get to work, like, trying to make sure I have enough time to squeeze in my coffee run before I get to the office in the morning. Absolutely brutal. And you know what's sad? It's like, I'm only 25. I really shouldn't be getting this hungover from, like, a Sunday fun day. But, like, this is why football season always takes the life out of me yeah it really does and I think it's just because we haven't done it in so long like I don't want to say we're too old for it I I just want to say we're not really in shape to do it well I tweeted about it I was like I haven't been this hungover on a Monday since Super Bowl (laughs) because we have because of quarantine I haven't been like randomly getting fucked up on Sundays yeah so it was football season was bad I mean football season was basically every single Monday it was like just count me out like I'm, like, having flashbacks now, like, taking tequila shots at, like, 9 p.m. I'm having flashbacks with me, like, going to Five Guys on Mondays at lunch <laughs> just to soak up my my sorrows and my hangover. Oh, my God. But, I mean, I don't necessarily think we're too old for it, but I think some people might disagree. I would love to hear what people think the final age is for actually recovering because Ross told me that he just wishes he could go back to 25, and I'm like... I'm 25. Like, yeah. I don't. I, were you recovering this well four years ago? I think like 21, 22 was like the sweet spot. Now I feel like alcohol gives me stomach problems. Like, I'm just like, my stomach hurts and like it's crampy. And I feel like that lasts for like two days. Like, it just yeah. hurts, you know? Like, alcohol, putting it in my body, I'm like, it, this is poison. It's killing me. Like, Honestly, it's literally like. I can't wait to see how your body reacts to alcohol after 45 days without it. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if I'm going to go the whole 45 days because Nick's birthday is coming up and I can't stay sober for that. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of scared. And I was like, I didn't drink for two weeks during COVID. Like, I'm totally fine. Even though I drank on like day nine because I was feeling better. I was like, I'll have a glass of wine. But <laughs> I can't stay away for that long. Oh, God, I know. I know, but it's like you get to thinking about it too. And I think this was like the first big weekend I've had since uh, coronavirus. So yeah. I think that's probably why I was kind of, like, It was honestly the first time I hung out with, like, a big-ish group of people. Yeah, like, a long time. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I don't know. And also, I was going to say, I think this is a good time to have Sunday fun day, if anything, because everyone's working from home. Except me. Except (laughs) except me. Well, I'm, like, on and off, but Monday I was definitely working from home. All I can say is how great it would have been (laughs) to just lay in my bed on Monday morning and work. From the comfort of my comforter. I know. Okay. I had another topic that we can squeeze in. Let's, yeah. Let's throw it in there. This is totally random, but I wanted to talk about it, and I thought it was interesting, and I think that everyone else will find it interesting. Okay. Throw it out there. Let's hear it. Um, Editing photos. Not like your Photoshop. Well, I just got got the Lightroom app, Um, so. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Big Insta-blogger life. (laughs) I use Tezza. Um, I'm sure a lot of other basic bitches out there use it. But I'm Visco, talking... Visco, you know. All I'm that. talking, like, Facetune editing. So, I'm, like, big body image girl. Like, I always think that, like, it's kind of ridiculous when people over, over edit their photos. But, yeah, like... Yeah, like, create the fake hourglass figure. 
Yes. And I have become, like, not obsessed, but, like, when I see a fake-looking image, like, I will zoom in. I will look at, like, your little lines and see them all crooked. And I'm like, girlfriend, like... I can This is tell. so obvious. And why... We used to do that all the time in college. As we, there were some girls that were, like, notorious for editing the shit out of their photos and, like, making their waist look, like, freaking non-existent. And you, like, zoom in and you see, like, the curved wall in the background <laughs> and you're like, okay, honey. And I've seen someone do it, like, to make their butt look bigger. And it oh, was, yeah. like, the line around their butt, like, from the wall. It's just like, come on. People. How does that make you feel better knowing that people are liking this photo of you that's not even real? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I that would make me upset. I'd be like, hmm, I wonder if they would have liked it if I had posted the real photo, kind of thing. You know, and like, I agree. I've, like, I've always been anti body editing, other than like teeth whitening. So I will say, sometimes people go out of control with the teeth whitening too, and the skin smoothing. The skin smoothing gets a little... It's too much. It's like your face looks like a baby. Like, you have to have some wrinkles. Not, like, actual, like, under eye wrinkles, but, like, you know the people, like, when they smile, like, your your skin makes indents when you smile, and that's normal. And people, like, smooth everything out to the point where I'm like, you literally just look like a digital... like a baby doll, yeah. Yeah, you look like a digital image. Like, you literally look, like, not real. And I, like, can appreciate good editing when it's necessary, like... Obviously, professional photography is touched up. Like, right. I like that because, you know, you want to look at a good photo and sometimes, like, the photo doesn't necessarily capture, like, the exact way you want it to look, mm-hmm. which is why there's, like, post-editing. I will say the worst thing that I've been, that I've actually used, which I'm I'm honestly ashamed of myself for doing this and I don't do it anymore, but I went through a big college phase, is um, making my <laughs> eyelashes longer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was, like, that makeup app. Wait, was that Facetune? It wasn't... The one that I had wasn't Facetune. Oh, it was, like, Perfect... Perfect 365. Oh, I had UCAM Perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, there was one called... Essentially the same thing, I'm sure. But... You could literally put, like, different makeup looks on yourself. Oh, yeah. I would, like, make my eyelashes longer, and then I would also, like, make my... The whites of my eyes wider. Oh, so okay. it, it, I didn't actually, I make actually my eyes do bigger. that. I do that sometimes because, like, if I'm drunk in a photo, I'm like, I can't post this. I look too drunk. Yeah. yeah. But only, like, if it's bad. I've <laughs> always been really insecure about my eyelashes. So that was the one thing that I always used to edit. <laughs> I mean, I think something like that is okay because honestly, nobody would notice that. And if it makes if you feel I, better... No, but if I go back in my old Instagrams, like, you can tell. Like, because it was just, like, the editing was not the same quality as, as it is today. Like, <laughs> the editing back... We've come so far with fake-ass photos. The editing in, like, 2015 was just, like, not good quality, but I feel like people just didn't give a fuck, so they just posted it anyway. So you would think that with access to all of these high-quality apps that people would actually be able to edit their photos well, but I saw one the other day... And this is also my pet peeve. Do not edit your boyfriend's face. No oh. guys look like that. Like The only time I ever edit a guy in the photo is if I'm whitening their teeth. Yes, but like this girl... But not like aggressively, just to... Not like you can't do it like stark white. You still have to do it exactly. a little... Exactly. Like, come on. This no. girl had whitened both of their teeth and smoothed out both of their faces. And I swear use some sort of like blush app or something. <laughs> I was like, this kid looks like a baby doll. Like, oh my god. It's honestly kind of scary, and it's just so fake looking. Imagine, and like, like, Nick or Ross, like, with an edit on their face. Oh I my god, I think even... they would break up with us if they even noticed that we put an edit on their face. They'd Ross be would like, definitely what the fuck? notice. He would be like, where did my beard go in this photo? 
Yeah, and honestly, I mean, but also it's really obvious if you edit the shit out of your face and don't do anything to theirs, so just, like, be subtle about it, you know? So since we're talking about this, you've seen the Khloe Kardashian side-by-side. Yes. Oh, this is what brought it up to me. Well, I saw the girl who posted her Instagram on my feed, and then I saw Khloe's. That is ridiculous. And this is why girls have, like... Well, when the photo came out, like, literally a month or so ago, and she had Instagrammed the photo... Everyone was like, what the fuck? This photo doesn't look like Chloe. Like, how much work has she gotten done? Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. And part of me honestly thought that it was just more plastic, sur- plastic surgery. Like, you know, facelift, fake lips, whatever. People do all the shit. But when right. you look at the side-by-side now of, like, her footage from the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians versus this photo she posted, she made her eyes, like, double the size. Yeah. And, like, slimmed down her face and, like, did all this weird shit with her teeth and, like... I'm, like, how... It's just sad that, like, even someone that's that big of a celebrity who has such a big following who people, like... And she's one for, like, huge body image supporting. Yeah. And she's still editing the shit out of her face just to post it on Instagram. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. And it's like, honestly, what are photos of people going to look like in 10 years from now when the apps only get better and better? No one's even going to know what anyone looks like in real life. Like, no wonder guys are so insecure about meeting people from dating apps. Like, you really don't know if they're going to look like they look in their photos. I know, like a catfish out here just like... Like, I, it really does make me wonder after seeing the Khloe Kardashian thing how many people that we're actually friends with or people that we, have like, know through, like, fringe friends or whatever that are editing that much on their photos. Well, again, I think to a certain extent, like, you aren't able to do that because everyone... People will call you out for it. And, like, you see these people. Like, That's true. obviously, I could go out there and, like, like, make my ass look huge and, like, my waist look super tiny, but then I'm going to see you guys and they're going to be like, what? She didn't, like, look like how she does in her pictures, you know? So, it's honestly, like, who are you fooling? Who are you trying to make feel better? I don't know. But that's, like, the problem with social media. It's just, like, you want the instant gratification of the likes. Right. Oh, my God. I could go on forever about this topic. But, like, yeah, just recently. So, here's here's our official PSA. Do not over-edit your photos, people. Like, you can still edit them by all means. Like, if you I want mean, me to edit it, send it to me. Like, I'll do it subtly. Honestly. I'm all for the filters, honestly. I feel like I'm low-key a professional photographer, editor, photography editor, because my friends will send me things. Like, I, I have the Facetune app. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I use it for, like, occasional teeth whitening, subtle stuff like that, whatever. But also, like, I use it for things. Like, if there's, like, a wrinkle in my dress or something and I want to get it out, like, <laughs> I will smooth it out. And, like... <laughs> If there's or like, like a stain on your shirt. Yeah, like yeah. there's like the patch thing, yeah. you know, so you no, can it's like a game changer. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like it's amazing. And sometimes like if my forehead's looking really shiny, like I'll kind of blur that out, but I won't like smooth my fucking entire face. Yeah. But again, I think it's things that like I said before, if the photo doesn't capture it the right way, you can kind of... That's fair that you can edit it. Right. But if it would have never looked that way in the first place, then you, you shouldn't look, edit if it. If you click... You know how you click the before and then you <laughs> I, see the after? I hate doing that because I'm like, oh, God. If you click the before and after and there is so much of a change that it's absolutely disgustingly absurd... Yeah. That's when it's time to close down your phone and call it a night. Yeah. Like, if you send it to your friend and she's like, did you do something to this? Like... Most of the time, the edits are so subtle that, like, I notice, or it's just, like, a little thing in the photo that's, like, bothering me, mm-hmm. but nobody else can notice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think. Like... No, I've never <laughs> noticed any editing 
on your photos. The only thing I've ever noticed on mine are my fake eyelashes. <laughs> I just tried to look back. I was like in a deep dark hole in your your Instagram. Did feed. you find any? I don't think so. Oh God, I'm gonna post one on the Mills because account. again, I think that it's something only you can notice. No, I'm gonna post one on the Mills account. That's very obvious. Okay. Because I I'm thinking of a certain photo from. I might have some overly edited photos. We'll, we'll find our worst offended photos and we'll post them on the Instagram just to see how bad we really are. Let's let's get the Millie's opinion. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this one I kind of overedited my white teeth. It happens. <laughs> that was way back in the day. Psh. And I'm like, wow, I must have made myself look skinnier back then. Oh, no, I just was skinnier because I was <laughs> I was in, in college before I started liking beer. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. It's funny. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Yeah. We do have one special quick announcement. Oh, well, before that, let me just do one more plug for our sponsor, Johnny Fly. Everyone, go to johnnyflyco.com slash millennialsmimosas and get yourself a pair of shades. Get some sunglasses, some prescription glasses, some blue light glasses, some leather bags. Yeah. And seriously, they're so cute. They have basic bitch shades, like, for the Kims out there. And they have, like, your rockin' kind of edgy girl edgy shades for the Mads girls out there. But Um, honestly, like, Kim and I both wore ours this weekend when we were out at the breweries. We got so many compliments from our friends. Everyone was literally (laughs) trying them on at the brewery, like, picnic table. People were basically chanting Mimi 20 at the brewery. (laughs) Mimi 20! (laughs) Mimi 20! No, seriously. So we're we're starting something here. Yeah, but honestly, guys... All of their stuff is such great quality. So many cute different styles for girls and guys, no matter what your style is. And they're a local small business. Like, if I can get real for a sec, when I went in the other weekend to pick up my sunglasses, I was talking to them about, like, coronavirus and whatever and asking them if they've been busy. And they were like, yeah, you know, it's, like, hit or miss. But, like, obviously, they're still a small business. It's it's difficult. They were like, I mean, we can kind of survive, but like if things keep on like this, like we can't survive more than like a year. And that's just sad to me because like they built this from the ground up. Like I was also talking to the guy. I don't know his name, but I assume it's Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was saying how they built this like out of his garage basically. And they've built it into like a real storefront, a totally like great e-commerce like presence. Mm -hmm. And they make great products, so, like, why not support them rather than, like, Ray-Bans? Yeah, and, like, it's just fun to be different and not wear, like, the same pair of other sunglasses that every basic bitch has. Like, yeah. just to change it up a little bit. Yeah, like, they have, like, different styles. Like, they kind of have your typical, like, Wayfair-looking ones, but they also have, like, different shapes and kind of, like, plays on them. Yeah, and they've got metal and wood frames and plastic frames that are all, like sustainably produced um and just really really cool different frames for any face shape really yeah so um, go check out their website johnnyflyco.com backslash millennials and mimosas i think yeah yes. millennials and mimosas. or you can just use the promo code mimi 20 mi mi 20 at checkout everyone well <laughs> i first wanted to say thank you to any new listeners out there shouts to you guys Yes, um, if we, you're not following us too, you probably came here because you're following us, but at Mads Morsh on Instagram for Mads, <laughs> at Tag Me KB on Instagram, and at Millennials. No, at Mills and I Mimosas. Just, I just messed this Come up. Come on, Kim. 
How long have we been doing this? <laughs> at Mills and Mimosas. Hey, I memorized the voicemail number. But... At Mills and Mimosas on Twitter and Instagram. But we're on the road to a thousand followers on Instagram. We are currently at 896. The goal is to get to 900 by the end of the week. Let's get to 1,000 by the end of the month, everyone. We can do it. Seriously, share us in your story. Tag us. Tell people why you listen to us. Don't just kind of like screenshot and put it up there, you know, because that's not going to entice anyone to click. Say, these girls are funny as fuck. They need 1,000 followers. Go follow them now. Go subscribe on iTunes. That's what we're looking for, people. We just, we want to share our message to the world. Right. And, you know, with a little help from you guys, I think we can do that. I think we can, we want to We want to help share your message, you know? Like, we're the voice of the people. Hey, that's why we do all these polls. Right. I loved, I mean, the tattoo talk was unreal. I love it. Yeah. And honestly, again, if you guys want to DM us, call the voicemail, 704-659-6974. If you don't want to be anonymous, like, shout out your handle. Like, we would gladly help you put yeah. your voice out there. We will promote you as well. Right. So we're just, we're all in this together. Um, we had one little more announcement, but yeah, should we talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Well, no one's going to believe us. Yeah, guys. <laughs> it's another tease. We have made progress in the fight for getting Millennials and Mimosas t-shirts. Yes. And we have some really cool t-shirt ideas. And we're but we need excited. your help. Yeah. We're excited to share them with you, but we don't want to order a thousand t-shirts without... you know consulting the millies first we want to know what you guys think yeah and also we don't want to order a thousand t-shirts if you guys aren't going to buy one so (laughs) when we find the the design or decide on one we're gonna let you guys know see what you think get your feedback because again we're doing this for you yeah so expect some more polls on instagram and you guys can check out some um design ideas there pretty soon and honestly if you guys have any t-shirt um, I was just going to say, if, if there are any designers out there, oh, like, yeah. let us know. Up, we'll tell you. Yeah. We're in the market. Start we are time. in the market for a t-shirt designer. Start, yeah. So you guys can be in the market. My name is Johnny. Ain't my whole body, I don't give a motherfucker. Ain't my whole body, I don't give a motherfucker. Ain't my whole body, I don't give a motherfucker. Ain't my whole body, I don't give a motherfucker. Ain't my whole body, I don't give a motherfucker. Can't even count them up in the shop very weak. I can't seem to get enough. Get my enough. aunt say my skin too clean to mark it up, and I'm a Ain't my whole body. I don't give a motherfucker. I'm blowing perp, no shirt, shirt, windows down, screaming cash, rolls, showing off my tattoos. Hoes when they see me.